This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The world is insane right now. Um, what would you give to be able to predict the future? I may not want to know the answer on what the future is, but if we could predict it, we would, we'd save a lot of pain and a lot of money. Imagine knowing all the right moves to make all of the time. It'd be, uh, you know, Biff's sports book, if you will. We don't have that power. What we, uh, what we can do is look at the tea leaves and see that trouble is coming and inflation is coming. And it's not going to get any better. It's not going to get any better. Give a 10-minute phone call to American Financing, will you? Do it today. In 10 minutes, their salary-based consultants will do a free mortgage review and let you know what your options are for saving money. So whether it's a refi of your mortgage at a lower interest rate or maybe a consolidation loan that would help you get rid of those high-interest credit card debts, um, maybe something like a cash-out on your home's equity, whatever it is, American Financing has you covered. For over 20 years, American Financing has been America's home for home loans. So call them now, American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, I thought it was really bad when we thought our president uh, might be using false information about a 10-year-old girl that had been raped and had to cross state lines to get an abortion. I thought that was bad when we couldn't find any of the information on the rape or anything else. No, uh, uh, that would be a dream come true had he only been lying about it. No, now we know the full truth of that 10-year-old's alleged rape and rapist and doctors. We'll give that to you in 60 seconds. A land full of people on the move. It always has been. That's one of the great things about being a free country. But uh, it's even more so lately. It's like land grabs almost uh, for reasons I just can't begin to imagine. People are fleeing certain states and certain cities and looking for saner parts of the country to live in. If you find yourself in that situation, whether you're moving across the country or even just across town, you're going to need the best real estate agent you can get. 
That is why I started Real Estate Agents I Trust. Our company pairs you up with the top sellers in your area and in the area you're moving to. These agents, I mean, I'm telling you, they go through a rigorous uh, acceptance uh, process. They know the best practices. They will go to bat for you. They'll make sure you get the best price for your home and that you get the best deal for the home you're buying. Do your homework and check them out. This is a free service to you. If you're moving, you're buying a house or selling a house, find the right agent now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. All right. So let's say hello to Pat Gray, who is going to be filling in for Stu, who is on vacation. Uh, Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. Excited to have you here. I'm excited to hear about the uh, 10 year old situation, because now I think we know now why we hadn't heard about the rapist. Right. Yeah, well, it's a little bit more than that, but let's start with the rapist. Uh, the rape of the 10-year-old girl that the president was speaking about when he was talking about the dangers of Roe versus Wade. He told a story about a 10-year-old girl in Ohio that had to cross state lines into Indiana to be able to get an abortion after she was raped. Now, uh, that story didn't sit right with people because there were no names involved and i'm not talking about the name of the 10 year old no there was only one anonymous source and so people started especially the people at pj media started asking the questions well wait a minute wait a minute uh, we need more than one source um, and so they went for criminal records. They wanted to see if a rapist had been charged in the state of Ohio uh, raping a 10-year-old girl. Nope. No record of it. Okay, so we go to police. Then we go to the state. And in fact, the state of Ohio, the attorney general says, I don't know anything about this. This, this would be a very big thing if there was a rapist of a 10-year-old girl. I, I don't know anything about it. So there had been no charges filed, nothing, nothing. Well, we find out now that probably the reason nothing was done is because the uh, rapist is an illegal alien. His name is Gersten Fuentes. He was arrested after police say he confessed to raping a child on multiple occasions. Mm -hmm. He's been charged now with rape. um, And uh, and at first, the Columbus dispatch said, yeah, he might be illegal. Yeah, he is an illegal alien. Uh, He was uh, in the U.S. unlawfully. You know, he had been caught. He had been caught. uh, And uh, they said, hey, you're not supposed to be here. And he's like, what? Mino speak English. And they said, well, here, here's a paper. You've got to report back and check in with us because we're going to. And he said, oh, I speak that English. Sure, I'll get in touch with you. Wink, wink, nod, nod. He obviously didn't. So what happened? Apparently, this guy was working either near or, you know, at the child's house 
We don't know all of the details yet, but here's here's what we do know. According to uh, an Indianapolis obstetrician gynecologist, she said she had spoken to a child abuse doctor in Ohio in scant detail. So this this gynecologist obstetrician meets with this girl. Now, here's the real problem. You you have to file a report if you're a doctor and you have a rape especially of a child you have to report it to the state this doctor that seems to be the source of this story um this doctor didn't report it now the state law says could have an abortion so why did this activist send this 10 year old across state lines now, it's not only Ohio that is looking into that. It is also Indiana. Indiana is now looking into this doctor and wondering why this doctor did send the child to Indiana and not inform the police. Well, we find out now that the doctor is an abortion activist. Did this doctor not report this rape to a child? And send this child unnecessarily across state lines just to make the point and have the story that the president could give? We don't have all of the details yet, but believe me, they will come out. You're probably not going to see this story in mainstream media. They reported on the rape of the 10-year-old over and over and over and over again. But now that we know it's an illegal alien, now we know the doctor is an activist, now we know that the doctor didn't report the rape, we know that the doctor is a, uh, a, an abortion activist, I doubt you're going to be hearing much about this story at least with the mainstream media. Thanks to Megan Fox at PJ Media, she's the one who really was relentless on this and broke this story. Uh, so we're trying to get her on. I think she's going to be on with us. Do we know? About 15, 20 minutes? Yeah, so she'll be on with us in about 15 minutes. She'll give you the whole story. Uh, this little girl, by the way, when the police finally uh, found out about this rape, no thanks to the doctor, once they finally found out about this rape, they went in and arrested the guy. He, let's see, let's see if I can find this. She'll tell you this story. Um, this police department report, uh, blah, blah, blah. The perpetrator may have actually been living with or at least near the victim until his arrest. We don't know for sure, but the scene of the crime was Fuente's apartment, and his lawyer told the judge at a hearing on Wednesday that Fuente's had an address where he could live that was not the same location as the 10-year-old. Note the use of the word could. The suspect could live separate from the victim's. Uh, okay, so wait a minute. Was 
the 10 year old child living in the same house with the rapist. And how long was that going on after she got her abortion? Was she going back to the rapist? This is this is, by the way, one other thing on the doctor HIPAA. She didn't report it. She instead reported it to the press. She's now also being investigated in Ohio for a violation of HIPAA. A 10 year old. And tell me these people care. Yeah, this douchebag is uh, 27, by the way. 27 years old. Shouldn't be in the country at all. And people will say, well, there's plenty of rapists who are born and raised right here. Yeah, this one wasn't. This didn't need to happen. We don't need other people's rapists as well as our own. We don't need that. And so uh, this thing's a mess. And I, I think you're right. It's even worse than if it hadn't happened at all. Uh, despicable despicable because now it shows it shows the complete Mm. lack of compassion Mm -hmm. for the actual 10 year old they don't care they were using this 10 year old they didn't care they tried to make it look like oh my gosh they were so compassionate oh think about this 10 year old as joe biden said Mm. can you imagine being that 10 year old can you imagine being that 10 year old Mm. and realize that your continued rape was used by the president, and they did nothing. They did nothing. They sent you across state lines to have a procedure done that should have, could have been done in Ohio. I mean, I think most Americans agree with um, life of the mother, rape or incest. Uh, you can you can split hairs on this and it gets down to a very narrow group of people. I am uh, for those exceptions if they're legitimate. Uh, but, and I feel bad about it. I shouldn't be for those exceptions, I think. But I just can't do it myself. I couldn't imagine saying to my daughter who had been raped, you know, hey, uh, this is the decision. It's the only decision. I just can't imagine. And especially um, when so, it's a 10-year-old. Go ahead. You, you can't ask a 10-year-old yeah. to carry a baby to term, right? I mean, I, I don't so, think I could do that. No. Yeah. So it's so here we are with a, uh, a 10-year-old where everybody agrees, and the state of, of Ohio also has those exceptions. Mm-hmm. And these monsters... These absolute monsters don't report the rape. Then they go out and give all of this information to the press and to the president. When I say all this information, just about the kid having to go across state lines, which was a lie. I, I just we are just dealing with such evil, just such evil. But it makes sense. I don't know if you know the history of abortion. Um, but there is a there is a birth of uh, abortion, modern day excuses on abortion, and I'll give it to you here in sixty seconds. Stand by. 
Our sponsor this half hour is the new book from the Tuttle Twins. It's all about American history. This is a 230-page book. It's American history, 1215. 1215? What happened in 1215? We were started in 1776 or 1619. Yeah, you're going to see some things about 1619 in this that don't seem to match with the New York Times. This is an American history book for your kids. Uh, it is, it's the Tuttle Twins and their series of stories on American history. History is so important to be taught as a story. It's about the ideas. It's not about memorizing dates, places, or names. It's about the ideas. Why, why did we come here? What were we trying to do? Then what did we do? What should we learn from that? What was good? What was bad? That's what American history should be. And this is the first book from the Tuttle Twins on American history. And right now, you can have history come alive for your family at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. They have a great deal going on right now. They're throwing in 200 pages of a companion curriculum, the activities, and an audio version of this book and videos that will help lessons from this book come alive. So go to the Tuttle Twins, TuttleTwinsBeck.com, TuttleTwinsBeck.com, and take uh, take advantage of their American History Book launch. It's happening right now, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Ten seconds, station ID. It was the Marquis de Sade. Is that right? Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, Pat, I know you took some French. Uh, Marquis uh, de Sade. S-A-D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marquis de Sade. Um, he was a really nasty, cruel, and proudly deviant. Uh, he, he did not believe in God, and he used his godless hypothesis to reach the most radical uh, conclusions. He is the father of sadomasochism. The Marquis preached pleasure as the ultimate value. He said, I have, listen to this, this is a quote, I have destroyed everything in my heart that might have interfered with my pleasure. And destroy he did, not only in his own heart, but in others. He was notorious for picking up prostitutes, imprisoning them, and then violently raping and torturing them. He was so depraved that even the French thought, okay, this guy is really spooky. They had him locked away. While he was in prison, he wrote a how-to book for the West using fiction to instruct his readers on how they could become sexually depraved and like it. His books were generally considered graphically and repulsively pornographic, but Wikipedia now says that they're considered sociopolitical dramas. Oh. So one of his uh, most popular works is The Philosophy of the Bedroom, and that's, this is what this evil dude wrote. It is impossible to demand of any individual that he become a father or a mother against his will. We are currently the masters of this morsel of flesh, however it be animated, as we are the uh, as we are of the excrements from uh, that we eliminate through our bowels. 
because the one and the other are our own and because we are absolute proprietors of what emanates from us. So he's saying we take a crap and we have the power to do that because it's in my body, my body, my choice. He then writes, if, however, the misfortune of pregnancy does occur without yourself having been at fault, without yourself being at fault, that would be rape and incest. But if you were an active participant in it, you are at fault. Notify me within the first seven or eight weeks, even even the guy who started S&M said, you know, notify in the first seven or eight weeks because then it just gets crazy. Notify me in the first seven or eight weeks and have it very neatly remedied, remedied, uh, dread not infanticide. The crime is imaginary. We are always mistress of what we carry in our womb. So what is he saying there? If you get pregnant, don't worry about it. We can just neatly get rid of it. It's just a clump of cells. There's no reason to feel bad about disposing of this. Well, this sounds, I mean, almost exactly what Planned Parenthood uses on women. This is the guy who started the trans, uh, transition from abortion as an unspeakable act to abortion as a social norm. By the way, um, I'm not the first person to say any of this. An article in the uh, NIH's National Library of Medicine says the publishing of the philosophy of the bedroom is from where the medical and social acceptance of abortion can be dated. Wow. So the worst masochist, sadomasochist, is credited by the National Institute of Health as the guy who says the medical and social acceptance came from there, came from him. He laughed in the face of God. He said, the imbeciles who believed in God persuaded that immediately an embryo begins to mature, a little soul emanation of God comes straight away to animate it. These fools, he said, because there is no God. So there is no value to life. Thus, Life was really valueless. He destroyed in his heart what inhibited his pleasure. So destroy the idea that that is a child in there so you can continue to do whatever you want. It's your right to destroy what inhibits you. (sighs) Just this week, they were having a conversation about the value of life they wouldn't say that the baby had any value because the mother's choice of whatever she wanted to do that's paramount she has the right to destroy what inhibits them we really need to understand how monstrous this is what a monster it was that made this popular and what monsters we're becoming back in a minute the glenn back program american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org
Okay, I'm going to talk to Carol Roth in about half an hour from now. Um, if you have an IRA or a, a Roth retirement, you're taking a beating in the stock market right now, an absolute beating. Um, and there are some things that you can do. Um, you've got to save money. You've got to get things under control and um, and get out of high-interest credit card debt. You have to do that. Now, if you own your own house, you have a chance of doing that. And with American financing, you have a really good chance of, of saving a lot of money. These people are mortgage consultants that are salary-based. They don't take kickbacks from the loans. They're not trying to jam you into something. They don't take kickbacks from the banks at all. The company doesn't. They work for you. Uh, so I want you to call them today. There's no pressure, no upfront or hidden fees. Find out how much money they could be saving you and do it now, please. American Financing at 800-906-2440. They say interest rates, maybe by the end of the month, could go up another point. AmericanFinancing.net. Don't forget to use the promo code Glenn to save $10 off your subscription at BlazeTV.com. The author of the book, Believe Evidence, and investigative journalist for PJ Media, Megan Fox, joins us now. Megan is really the woman that uh, took it upon herself to find out the story of this 10-year-old uh, victim of rape that at first we thought might be a hoax that would have been a dream come true if our president were only lying about it as she found out the story is much much darker welcome to the program hi megan hi glenn what a what a fun surprise to hear from you this morning thank you for having me oh well thank you so much for the hard work and the uh, i mean this this had to be agonizing um confusing and at the end just depressing on what has gone on in the state of ohio uh with this uh with this poor 10 year old girl yeah it has it has been and in fact i had no idea that this story was as huge as it really is um it would have been much better had they been making it up. My brain didn't even go yeah. to they're really using a real victim to push an, a pro-row right. agenda. Um, I didn't even go there because that was too awful to consider. And yet here we are. And what I discovered when I saw this one sourced, poorly sourced, poorly vetted story in the Indianapolis Star was there's something else here. No one cares about a rapist who's on the loose, apparently, in Ohio. And, and why aren't we asking mm -hmm. those questions? Why aren't we asking who raped this child and can we get him prosecuted? Can we get him arrested? And you know what really bothers me and what question is still out there, top of my list is, well, there's two. One, why did the police in Columbus tell the Washington Post Glenn Kessler there was no report? They also told the attorney general there was no report. So then the attorney general goes on Fox News on Monday and says, I can't find a report. And on Tuesday, they have an arrest. There was a report, Glenn. It was put in on June 22nd. So who was keeping it from the, the press and the, the attorney general? So wait, oh, my gosh. So, so this is a, even deeper now. So now we think 
the not only was the doctor violating HIPAA, um, lying to the child and saying you have to go to another state and unnecessarily sending him to another state. Did the did the doctor report the crime? And if so, then the police investigated, but didn't arrest the guy and the police are involved in the cover up. Well, I don't know. We, we can't get answers from the police, Glenn. They won't talk. So I put in a FOIA last week to the Columbus police asking for this very case. Do you have an investigation that involves a 10-year-old being raped? Uh, they did not respond to me, but Glenn Kessler got him on the phone, and they told him no. The Attorney General, General Attorney General Yost of Ohio, asked around to all his prosecutors and sheriffs, they told him there was no report. Um, and, and then now we have the report. I have it on my desk. And the police had this since June 22, June 22nd. So they, have, they knew about this rape and didn't arrest this guy until the 12th, after the Fox News blitz. I, I just find the timing highly suspicious, what? and I want to know how the investigation went. Uh, and that's what I'm still digging into. Now, I don't know if Caitlin Bernard... Um, I don't know if she reported to the Indianapolis police her mandated report. That's another FOIA that I have that's waiting to be returned um, by Indiana government. Um, and so they haven't confirmed that. Maybe she did. It appears, according to the investigation, that she cooperated in some way because they did get the fetal remains for DNA testing. Uh, so that means she had to have either been given a warrant for that or she voluntarily provided it. I don't know. She won't answer my questions. When I asked her about these directly yesterday, she sent me a link to the Columbus Dispatch article uh, that just details the arrest of this guy. She still won't answer directly what role she had in, in helping this investigation or not. Who gave this story to the left? That is a very good question. And I also have questions about why the only reporter in the courtroom yesterday uh, for the arraignment of the illegal alien who raped this child more than once and impregnated her was a reporter from a Gannett Corporation media uh, conglomerate. That's the same conglomerate that owns the Indianapolis Star. Why are they the only people who have any access to any of this information? And when the Washington Post tried to reach out to get them to corroborate their story, they, wouldn't, they, they said that their reporting was clear. But it wasn't clear. They had a one-sourced story with no backing documentation, no mention of a police report, and now the only reporter that was tipped off to the courtroom proceeding yesterday was somebody at their company. That's interesting. <sighs> Megan, uh, boy, this, this is a story that when you're done with, you should get a Pulitzer. You won't, but you should get a Pulitzer for. <laughs> um, when, you, um, when you're looking at this story, first of all, did... Did the girl cross state lines into Indiana? She did to have that abortion, correct? Yes. And we need to know why, because Ohio would have allowed that abortion. I've read the law. I have had it confirmed by Ohio legal analysts. The attorney general himself uh, has confirmed it. The emergency section of the law specifically says that the physician 
can make a good faith judgment uh, on the his life and safety, health and safety in an emergency situation. And this clearly, clearly would be would fall under that category. So we need to know why Correct. he was taken from Ohio to Indiana. Was it for the story? That's my guess. My guess is, you know, and this is just a guess. This is what journalists do. You know, sure. I'm getting a lot of flack. I'm getting a lot of flack for, oh, you thought it was a hoax. It is a hoax. There's something wrong here. And if you can't see it, I'm trying to point it out. It, this whole thing, the story was not that, that Roe was somehow uh, causing little girls to be denied abortions because she would never have been denied an abortion in Ohio. The story is that illegal aliens are raping kids and all the left cares about is that they can get abortions. That's insane. So we know that this this doctor that the girl apparently went to first, she's an activist, an abortion activist, right? Actually, she's the second doctor. We don't know who the first doctor is. Suppose the girl went to a doctor in Ohio. There was a consultation that happened in Ohio after the police were informed. So the police get informed on the 22nd. The family takes the child to a Ohio doctor on the around the 28th or 29th. That doctor consults with the family and then calls Dr. Bernard. But we don't know who that doctor is. They won't release the name. Uh, so I also can't check to see if that doctor made a mandated report. It doesn't matter, I don't think, if the police are already aware, that doctor still has to make a report. Um, she called Caitlin Bernard, Correct. or he, I don't know who the doctor is, called Caitlin Bernard. Bernard then arranged for the child to come to Indianapolis, have the abortion there. The the police were then given or obtained somehow, because it's not clear how, the DNA from the fetal remains. Then they're, they're now checking that with the arrestee who can, they say confessed, um, and they're checking that against him and also the siblings. I guess they're just trying to rule out the siblings. I can't figure out why they would test it against the siblings unless they just want to rule it out. We we also have um, a a situation that seemed pretty fuzzy yesterday, where the the guy who was arrested, his attorney, said he does have a place where he could live away from the victim. So was he living with the victim up until what yesterday, day before? Yeah, that hasn't been confirmed, but it sure sounds like it. Because if during the court proceeding, oh the attorney is saying to the judge, uh, well, we have an, there is somewhere he could, you should let him out on bond because we can put him somewhere where he's not with the child, does seem to suggest that he was living in the same, at the same house. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was an apartment. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold it. I need to understand this. The police were notified that there had been a rape of a 10-year-old. She goes across state lines. She has an abortion. It is reported by the president in a campaign to say how evil the Supreme Court is. At the same time he's doing that, the police have not arrested a guy. In fact, released him back possibly into the same home with the 10-year-old victim. Do I have that right? Yes. Now, let's let's also say this, though. Here's one more detail that was in the court records. Let's give the police the benefit of the doubt that they did not know who the rapist was on the 22nd. 
the detailed of the details of the report say that on July 6th is when the child told the police that this is the person who did it. Um, so we don't know if anybody else told them before July 6th, but the child told them on July 6th. But that still leaves six whole days when there was not an arrest after the police knew that the, that this was the rapist. So there are questions here, Glenn, and, questions that should be answered, oh answered, questions the press should have asked in the beginning. This was never about can a 10 year old get an abortion? It is about who raped a 10 year old child, for God's sake. Why do I have to do this work, Glenn, for the media? Why do I have to say me, an independent journalist out here who nobody returns my phone calls? You know, when when The Washington Post calls the Columbus police, they pick up the phone. They don't do that for me. So, you know, people like ABC and NBC and Indianapolis Star, they have so much more clout with getting answers than I do. I'm, I'm out here struggling on my own to try and get these answers. I did force the media to remember what their job is. I, re- I reminded them that they did no legwork on this story. And as soon as they figured out that they were being embarrassed on a national stage, they suddenly did their job. And guess what happened? Now there's a rapist behind bars. That's what should have happened in, in the very first reporting of this story. It should have happened before the girl had an abortion, even. I mean, that, that would seem to me to be the priority. Stop the rapist. Now, make sure the girl is safe, and then let's carry out the procedure, the abortion, uh, on this 10-year-old. I mean, it's insane. Will you do me a favor, Megan? Um, I'm kind of well-known in Ohio. If you don't get somebody returning your phone calls, will you let me know? Because I can guarantee you they will return your phone calls if they know I'm about to explain to all of Ohio and America who's not picking up their phone. Would you well, it's the Columbus allow me to help right you now. with that? It's the Columbus police Columbus right now. They police. won't respond to my FOIAs. Who is, who is, who won't re- respond to your FOIA? Wow, that's interesting. Who is it that you're dealing with there? Well, they just make you send an email to their, you know, it's like a request email line. It's no particular person. Mm-hmm. And, um like a, it goes to the public records officer or whatever. Um, but that's, but so far, Will you do me a favor. Get, give me the, give yeah. me the name of the public records officer and get me the name of the chief of police. Uh, and, okay. uh, and we'll, we'll make sure somebody uh, is returning your phone call. Will you do that for Glenn, me? I appreciate you know, that. Hang up the phone. I will. And, but one more thing, Columbus, this is very important. Yeah. Columbus is a sanctuary city. Is this problem with the police not communicating and the arrests not being made until this huge national, you know, blitz went on? Is that because they weren't going to do anything about this because they couldn't hold a guy because they don't they don't honor ice holds because it's a sanctuary city? There's a much bigger story here, Glenn, and I would love your help getting to the bottom of it because I need I need all the help you- I can get. You do anything, anything you need from me, you have. And I don't need to, whatever I can do, off air, on air to help. You'll get to the bottom of the story. You will. Don't give up. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Megan. You bet.
Thank you. And thank you, everybody at PJ Media for the fine work that they're doing there. That's Megan Fox uh, and Columbus and Columbus Police. You're on uh, you're on notice. I think we have a few Ohio listeners that would like to know what the hell is going on uh, in their own community. And uh, you might want I mean, I'll I'll give you some people to call here uh, shortly, but. You might, if you're listening in the, and you're in Columbus and you work for the police, you might want to call and say, hey, we should call Megan Fox back. Before the, before just uh, whoop ass is opened up. All right. Let me, uh, let me tell you about our sponsor. Uh, this half hour. Sorry, I've got so many pages open on my, on my uh, desktop now. It's Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile, uh, we have to fight against the woke mob. They have planned things for our country, and they are using some of our biggest corporations. Uh, Verizon used to, I've still, I'm sure they still do. They're sending tons of money towards Planned Parenthood. Why are you spending money with these companies that are fighting against everything you believe in, especially when there is a great alternative and it will save you money? Stop with these big cell phone companies. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. They take a percentage of their profit and they apply it to the things we all believe in. And they like you. They don't despise you and just, oh, these red state people. PatriotMobile.com slash back. Call them now. 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash back. The Glenn Beck Program. I'm left with more questions on Ohio. We'll get to those and Carol Roth and the economy in uh, just a few minutes. Stand by. I mean, I want to give the police the benefit of the doubt, but July 6th, he's still living in there, but the siblings are being tested. So maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was the family. But why didn't the family report this and go to the press themselves and say, the guy's still living the here? The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about our uh, spotlight sponsor. It's my Patriot Supply. I, I don't know if you're following this as closely as I am, but I am uh, right now at our ranch and uh, our farm, and we raise cattle and we grow food, and we're doing it this year without fertilizer. We have a real problem with food shortages that is now starting in the other hemisphere, but Africa is going to be the first to fit uh, to feel it, and literally millions of people will die in the next couple of years because of the insanity that is going on right now. I want you to prepare so your family has food. You don't feel the the push and the you're not standing in a breadline, quite honestly. And don't think breadlines couldn't happen here. Uh, preparewithglenn.com right now you can get a uh, three-month emergency food kit from my patriot supply at 150 dollars off the regular price every family should have one of these for their family i mean one for each member of their family farmers have spoken you need to speak up now preparewithglenn.com preparewithglenn.com 
here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. On Monday, I think I surprised a lot of people, and I said the story after two weeks of being on vacation, the story I felt was the most critical for you to hear was the story of what was happening in Sri Lanka. What's happening in Sri Lanka is a precursor. It is, it's what's coming our way. And it was all done by the World Economic Forum. There was a article from about a year or two ago on the worldeconomicforum.org. Uh, and it, it talked about how Sri Lanka was the model for the Great Reset. And the article was actually entitled, How We're Going to Make Sri Lanka Rich by 2025. Well, you know that last week they forced the president out. They burned down the palace. Uh, there's there's food shortages, food riots, energy shortages, energy riots. They're the exact opposite of what the uh, World Economic Forum had planned for Sri Lanka. I told you that story and told you, go to the World Economic Forum and check it out yourself. This was them. James Lindsay, at the end of my broadcast, he gets on Twitter and he lets me know, uh, hey, Glenn, uh, the World Economic Forum just deleted that article from the website. Huh, I wonder why. This is coming, and I'll talk to Carol Roth here about what's happening to your retirement funds right now and what you can possibly do to save them. Carol Roth joins me in 60. Lynn wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She says, I tried a trial bag to see if my dog, if if he would even eat it. I noted as not only did they eat it, but a significant change in my dog within a week. She's an older dog who's had many issues throughout her life. I first noticed the change in her eyes. She was more alert and her eyes were bright and wide open. She's moving better and she's more alert. What a great product, thank you. Wow, I have to tell you, Lynn, a week, that is remarkable. Rough Greens, it's not a dog food, it's a supplement that you sprinkle on the dog's food and it is chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. Try it out with your dog now with a free bag. Just uh, call Rough Greens now at 833-GLENN-33, 833-GLEN-33. Get your trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Carol Roth uh, is a, a friend and a friend of the program. She's the author of the book, The War on Small Business. She's a... In her words, a recovering investment banker, worked on uh, Wall Street for quite some time, but sees things from Main Street and can explain things uh, to Main Street uh, as opposed to everybody else who I just think talks about Wall Street stuff. And it doesn't matter to the average person um, unless you can break it down and explain it. Uh, Carol Roth, welcome to the program. Hi, Carol. Hi, Glenn. How are you doing? Ah. <sighs> Good, uh, good. Um, I am. Do you agree with me on Sri Lanka? You, you've been following that, I'm sure. 
Yes, you know, I don't know if you know this, but Sri Lanka has an ESG score of something like 98. So good for them. That really yeah, worked out super well. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so we have a couple of things I want to go through. First of all, the CPI, this is the Consumer Price Index. The inflation number is at 9.1. Uh, I loved your tweet the other day. Let me see if I can find it. You said, first... There will be no inflation. Then inflation is transitory. Inflation is good for you. Inflation only hurts the rich. Inflation is the consumer's fault. Inflation is greedy businesses' fault. Inflation is Putin's fault. Inflation is backward looking. And your last one is breadlines are a great way to meet people. Um, the latest is it's backward looking. That, that's what the White House came out and said. That, that, those are old numbers. But they didn't say that the new numbers would be better. I mean, backward looking, forward looking, up, down in a circle, like whichever way that you're looking, this is something that is affecting all of our lives. You know, I was thinking about taxation and how taxation is theft, but it is a one-time theft. It's a one-time theft of your earnings. Inflation is permanent theft. It permanently steals your ability to purchase goods and services, the wealth that you've created, everything that you've worked hard to earn and save. And this is what we're seeing. And, you know, while the, the 9.1 percent, you know, wasn't uh, necessarily a surprise, it is still really shocking to see it on paper. And as you and I have discussed before, you know, these are the manipulated numbers. These are the, the formula changes that have happened a few times since the 1980s. If you looked on this, um, you know, how it would have been on an apples to apples basis to 1980, it's, it's probably about double that. So this is theft from the American people by central planning that was completely avoidable. And it is just so, so frustrating and angering. So they they said, I read an article early this morning that talked about uh, there's a possibility that by the end of the month, the Fed is talking now about raising it another point, another point. And you gave me a stat a while back because people don't think this. Our debt has interest attached to it. Right. And when we go out as a nation for a trillion dollars, we have to pay interest. And you gave me a stat for every one point added, it adds to our debt and deficit. How much? Okay, so... The, so just, just This is a, not a direct line, but basically think about this. We have about you know, a, a six to seven year average on our debt, which means that our national debt is constantly being refinanced. And as we take on new debt, we have to to go out and, and pay for that at new rates. So whether you're refinancing it or you, you, you're taking on new date, debt, for every $1 trillion that we either refinance or take on a new, new debt, that will be an extra $100 billion that is added to our interest service on the debt. So stuff that we have already paid for. It's not a linear one-to-one. -one. It's not like when the Fed funds rate goes up, it automatically increases the debt, but it does trickle right. through. It trickles through to the 10-year yields and the three-year so, yields and the two-year yields, which is, is the way that our, that we, we have to um, uh, finance our debt and, and what's paid for it. So if we did... Uh, have to re redo five trillion dollars in our debt, which is not un unusual. If we had to 
buy and, and refinance another $5 trillion on our debt, that would add a trillion dollars worth of debt, would it not? Because we've, we've gone up two points, or we will have gone up two points. Yeah, I mean, if you, yeah, net, net, nets, correct. Yes. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, I mean, the projections, um, at if what you point, look at the, At what interest rate? I was going to say, if you look at the CBO projections, uh, you know, they project out into the future and the numbers in terms of the debt and what we're going to be paying on it in the future. And, and they're using conservative numbers. They're not even expecting these Fed rates would absolutely blow your mind. I mean, it becomes the largest item that the government has to pay for, which obviously takes away spending from other areas and or increases your taxes. Unless you're using modern, uh, modern monetary theory, which we are now <laughs> basically using modern monetary theory, which means you can print whatever you want. The government doesn't have to worry about it. But that's exactly, I mean, they said it in Sri Lanka. They're using modern monetary theory, and it has wiped them out, wiped them out. Yeah, I mean, this is basically the, the concept of what's happening here in terms of our liabilities. They're trying to take a dollar from your left pocket, move it to your right pocket and go, oh, look, you have a new dollar. You know, that that's not the way that any of this works. And we are all feeling the effects of this, you know, fantastical buy in to magic money tree, a.k.a. MMT, modern monetary theory. The idea that just because you have the printing press that you can keep printing money without having having a subsequent effect on the dollar. You know, the money's supposed to stand for productivity. You earn this. This, this is a st stable um, representation of your productivity. If you double or triple or quadruple the amount of, of those dollars without increasing productivity, then each one of those uh, in turn is worth less. And that is what's happening. And that's why our the value of our dollars are being eroded. Go back to that 1970s Saturday Night Live skit with Dan Aykroyd pretending to be Jimmy Carter. You know, we're all going to be millionaires and, you know, we're going to be uh, driving around in cars that cost, you know, $20 million. So, you know, it, it, it sounds right. great from a top right. line standpoint until you kind of get into it. Okay, so most people put their money in their IRA, and then until they get older, they don't even look at it. Um, and that's probably a good thing when you're dealing with the stock market. You just leave it in, and it has its ups and downs. And you start looking at it maybe when you're 50 or 60, and you're like, wait a minute, uh, and start to, to uh, make sure that it's secure because there's not a long horizon um, that you're looking at. What's happening to people's 401ks right now and what can they do? So there was um, a, a research study that I picked up that came out and they said from the beginning of the year to June of this year, people have lost $3.4 trillion in their retirement funds between 401ks and IRAs. This doesn't include any other money that may have been in the market. And this is, you know, a horrendous situation that has been, you know, completely fueled um, by Fed policy, really going all the way back to the Fed chair, Alan Greenspan, who decided that he was going to never let the market fall um, too much without having some intervention. Then in the Great Recession financial crisis, Ben Bernanke took that, put it on steroids. And then what Powell 
and his group have done has been you know completely crazy and we we are living through these crazy boom and bust cycles i'm sure that that most of you have noticed that over the last you know several decades things are very different than they were in the decades before, you know, more of these huge booms and busts. And the reality is that the people who are already wealthy and well-connected, um, who have that that long-term staying power, they don't mind this at all because they benefit when everything goes up. And then when everything goes bust and, you know, you as you know, somebody who's panicking and not sure what's to do, you take your money out of the market or, you know, perhaps, you know, in the great financial, uh, the great recession, financial crisis, your home's foreclosed on, you know, all of these things happen and they fall on the shoulders of the little guy. And then these, you know, I'm calling them vulture capitalists come in well capitalized, buy everything up as at pennies on the dollar and then are, are positioned for the next boom cycle of interference. And this is just an epic wealth transfer. It's been happening you know, on an accelerated basis for decades and decades and is the outgrowth of just this horrible central banking experiment that has gone wrong and has been a complete menace to society and to the wealth creation opportunities for the average American. So what do people do? So if I mean, you I can, think, I think we're losing the I think we're losing the idea of retirement for a lot of people people i i just i don't think that retirement is going to be a thing of the of the yeah. nearer future yeah i mean certainly not at the ages i think that people um perhaps were expecting because you don't know what's around the corner I, this is where i encourage everybody to talk to their financial advisor because each person's scenario is so different and depending on your time frame um you know because of these boom and bust cycles that are caused by the fed and central planning your timing is really important, you know, depending on when it is that you decide to change your portfolio structure can change everything in your life. But if you are, you know, younger and you have that ability to have the staying power, you want to do the same thing that the well-capitalized people are doing and wait for those bust cycles and be able to to participate as a vulture capitalist, even if it's on a smaller scale and, and you know, buy low and, 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 and ride the upside to that. But you need to have that planning in place because we are now living in a way that's not free market. It, it's completely driven um, by this sort of externality. And that means that you know, timing changes. And if you are somebody who's retiring in a bad cycle, you know, you're going to feel that burden on an exponential factor. So I, I, I have one more question for you, Carol. Let me take a one minute uh, break and, and talk about what all of this is doing, what, what's, what's happening is the president just said, hey, you got to be able to retire. And so I believe he just guaranteed all of the union pensions. So that means I'm now paying for union pensions if they default, which is insanity. But again, it's just another giveaway. I, I predicted this, I think, in 2009 that the government would step in and take all the union pensions and guarantee. But that that means everybody else is paying for it, and we're struggling our own selves. I want to talk to you a bit about that. And then, and then also, if this is what's happening here, what is all of this doing to other countries that have to pay for things in dollars? Back with uh, Carol Orothan in just a second. 
60 seconds and we're back. Uh, let me tell you about Car Shield. Used to be when the case, the case was when your car broke down, you either knew how to fix it yourself, which wasn't a lot of fun, or you had to take a mechanic and roll the dice that it wasn't going to cost you an arm and a leg, which it usually did, and that is even less fun. But now you can't fix your car. Now I can't even diagnose what is even wrong with my car. You need to take it into a guy with a computer, and the computer will diagnose. And God forbid it's a chip. Right now, you need medical insurance for your car. It's Car Shield, the protection plan for about a hundred bucks a month. Now, it's not going to cover everything, just like your medical insurance doesn't cover everything, all the small things. But man, when it is catastrophic or it is a, a big thing, it covers more parts than ever before. When that happens, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to deal with the paperwork or the headaches. All you have to do is just let CarShield know, and they'll handle all of it for you. You can count on CarShield to help take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. So call CarShield now, carshield.com slash Beck, carshield.com slash Beck, or call 800-391-8888. Save 10% right now. Carshield.com slash Beck, 1-800-391-8888. Back in 10 seconds. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... A real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. So, Carol, uh, first of all, explain what the president did with the unions. So he's still running around um, talking about the American Rescue Plan, which is, you know, hilarious. He's got absolutely nothing to hang his hat on. So he's going back and he's running around and talking about what he did in March 2021. Now, obviously, he's not talking about all the bad things that came out of that. Um, you know, things like, right. oh, you know, the, the stimulus that caused inflation and raising the reporting requirements for Etsy and, and eBay for or lowering them, excuse me, from $20,000 to $600 because because, you know, all those billionaires with $600 accounts, we need to crack down on them. Um, he's hanging his hat <laughs> on a, a piece of legislation that was in that that was called the Butch Lewis Act. And basically that was we are going to to be the, the guarantor of the union pensions. Now, we, we've been told that unions are very important, right? You know, they, they need to be there in order to secure people's futures and be there for the workers, but apparently they're not real good at managing the pensions, so now we need to get involved. And so he touted that this was going to impact, you know, several million um, pensions. Some of the reports I've seen are, are downplaying that number and saying it, it's fewer. But basically what they did is that there is a pension, you know, 
know, Guarantee Corp, and they allowed them to to do some things and change some things around and make sure that these pensions were solvent. But what they didn't do is actually anything structural <laughs> to fix the pension. So just like you know, Social Security, all of the um, you know state pensions, union pensions, like whatever it is that typically has a defined benefit attached to it um, and ends up being a, a huge drag and a huge burden on everybody and 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 you know not solvent. Um, they just kicked the can down the road. But since he has absolutely no other accomplishments to hang his hat on, this is what he's talking about. But the part of it that really bothered me and you know why I wrote the piece for The Blaze um, was that, again, this is the picking of winners and losers that we keep seeing over and over again with the mm-hmm. government. And in this particular case, they are going to, to focus on making sure that the union folks don't lose 40% of their pension. But as I just told you, you know, through June this year, they said $3.4 trillion was lost from 401ks and retirement funds for other Americans who aren't affiliated with the unions. So, you know, that to me seems, again, just this this government picking of winners and losers. And certainly if you're going to do that, you would think that wouldn't be something you'd want to brag about. Maybe you'd do that on the, the down low. But, you know, he's out there touting that as his accomplishment. All right, Carol, I've got to, we've got to cut you loose. Um, I got to get back to an Ohio story here in a second, but w- would you come back? I want to, we are crippling nations all over, especially emerging nations. They are going to be starving to death so- soon, some of them, uh, and they have to pay their own debt back in dollars. Dollars are becoming more expensive for them. The world is going to hate us soon, I fear. We'll talk about that when you come back. Thank you so much, Carol. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Man, if you used to take notes on this show when I was back on Fox, you know, I'd love to see you you go through those notes and find the things that I said. um, because. Every day, like just that, they're going to hate us. I, I, that and the union bailout, I said that those things were going to be done. I just thought it would happen sooner than it did, but it's here, man. It is here. You have to make sure that your family is set. You need to make sure that you are not paying more money than you have to, especially on interest. Interest rates are going to go up. They're talking about another point. The banks can raise your variable rate. They don't need the Fed to do it. If they start to feel that you're a a risk, then they'll raise the interest rates. You're probably on your credit card already paying 20%. Get a loan where you're paying 5% and pay those things off. Please call American Financing right now. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, or anytime, anywhere you get your podcast. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I... Uh, I got to talk to you about what's happening in Ohio with the rape of that 10-year-old. It is worse than we thought it was. Something is not right. We'll get into that here in just a second. Um, but I I want to stop here for just a second as we are wrapping up on uh, the economy. 
do not be fooled. Do not be fooled on what is happening with our gas prices. I know the White House says this come down 40%. They're selling our strategic oil reserve to China. That alone, I think, is treasonous, seeing that it was funneled through Hunter Biden's company in China. It's crazy, crazy. But right now, Joe Biden is in Israel. Why? Why is he in Israel? Because he's going to Saudi Arabia. And that's, don't be, don't be distracted by his trip to Israel. He doesn't give a flying crap about Israel, nor does anyone in the Democratic Party or the majority of them. Okay? We have no strength in the Middle East right now. None. We abandon all of our allies in Afghanistan. The way we pulled out, it makes us just look like absolute fools and boobs. Who wants to be on our side? We left the refugees that we got out of Afghanistan. We left them in the Gulf states, trapped, because our State Department won't let them move anywhere. We're negotiating with the Middle East's biggest uh, threat, and that is Iran. Saudi Arabia does not like Iran. Saudi Arabia wants to defeat Iran. Israel wants to defeat Iran. Jordan, the UAE, they do not look at Iran as anything other than a grave threat. And whose side are we on right now? Feels like we're on Iran's side. So we're negotiating with them. And then we're not only putting our oil and gas business out of business, but we're doing it to the Gulf states as well. So now... The president went to Iran uh, to uh, Israel yesterday, and he was talking tough on Iran. We're going to make sure that we have tough sanctions on Iran, and we're yeah, they're going to have to come through us. Who believes that in the first place? Second of all, he's not saying it to Israel; he's saying it because he's going to Saudi Arabia. So he's talking tough on Iran because Saudi Arabia they view their biggest enemy, if it's not us. Uh, it would be Iran. And our president is about to almost literally go and kneel to beg for them to open up the oil and give us, sell us some oil, please open it up. Now, can I just ask you to think, not as a Saudi Arabian, not as a political person, just as a business person, okay? Your, what used to be your friend, has betrayed you. They are working with somebody who you feel is their, is your biggest enemy. And they're enabling them to gain power. Then they're also doing everything in their power. In fact, they're leading the march to put you out of business. And it's the only business you really have in your country. Okay. It's made you rich. But you didn't save it. I mean, you got gold Ferraris. Uh, so you're going to put us out of business on oil? Now that customer comes to you, somebody you used to think is a friend, you now know is not a friend, and they say, hey, can you sell us some of your product? Because we really, really need it, and the world really, really needs it. Well, wait a minute. Are you still going to try to continue to put 
me out of business globally? Well, yeah, we have to because of global warming and ESG is the wave of the future. Do you give that person what they need to weather the storm as they're trying to put you out of business? Or do you say, no, I think I'm going to let your people feel the full ramification of this because it's probably the only hope that they'll kick you out of office and stop this insanity. And I don't care about your country, but I care about mine and our business and what feeds our people. No, I'm going to let you feel the full ramifications because I've already got another customer, China. What does our president have to promise Saudi Arabia to get them to lower the price of oil and to pump more? What could that possibly be? Because I know it's not because it's we're friends. I mean, we lead the world on Build Back Better. Our corporations, our banks, our government. You know, we sent $60 billion to fund this war in uh, Ukraine for, uh, against Russia. But what's amazing is while this country is at war, their citizens are out of their house. They fled to other countries. The refugees, missiles are coming down into their neighborhoods. What is the Ukrainian parliament working on? A bill to allow gay marriage to happen. Now, now wait a minute. Um, Ukraine is not a place that traditionally is for gay marriage. And they're in the middle of a war. That's your priority? I mean, that sounds purely American. It sounds so ridiculous. Well, it is American. I can guarantee you our money came with strings, and it was all about ESNG. We've got to wake up. People who think that gas prices are going to come down. Let me just give you this story from the World Economic Forum. World Economic Forum released a position paper on Monday that links two claimed global crisis as one, climate change and the decline of democracy. It says fighting the former will save the latter as long as consumers stop burning coal, oil, and gas in exchange for green renewables. The World Economic Forum paper argues for the past 15 years, democracy has been in decline worldwide. To protect and promote freedom, leading democracies must strengthen their economies and safeguard liberty. Now, why is this? If you sign up for my newsletter, and it's free, by the way, go to glenbeck.com and sign up for it. Let me see if I can find it real quick. There was a, um, there was a, a story that came out in 2003. In fact, do we have this audio? This is me in 2003 talking about civil war. Listen to this. You know, is there a bigger example of democracy and the health of capitalism than the United States of America? I mean, that's it. Mm -hmm. This is the pinnacle of this form of government. And we were about 80 years into it, and we had a civil war. 80 years later, we were still to the point where we could have a civil war. Can you even imagine having a civil war now? What would it take to have a civil war? 
I mean, look at look what happened to us in the nineties. We almost well, we did impeach a president, almost removed him from office, and nobody was talking about get into the street with guns. Florida election, that thing was hotly contested, back and forth. People were passionate about their views, and nobody was saying it's a civil war. Nobody. You know how you know what it takes to have a civil war? It's incredible. It takes instability. It takes poverty. It takes gang rule. That was 2003. And I was warning, we're nowhere close to a civil war, but if these trends continue, we will get there. All you have to do is impoverish the people. What's happening to you right now? Are you getting into a better situation or a worse situation? I know people who have millions of dollars. I am, in my job, I am fortunate to meet with regular people and prime ministers and senators and business icons. So I get the full scope of things. I know people who have millions of dollars who are freaked out of their mind right now, who are saying... I don't know what to do with the money. I just, I just don't want to lose all of my money. Now, them losing all of their money would probably put them in the situation, maybe the best situation of your life. But still, they're having the same feeling that you're having. Everyone knows, top to bottom, impoverishment is coming. Did you see what Spain just did? The prime minister of Spain, just out of the blue, levied a new tax on the banks and financial institutions and energy. There's a new windfall tax. Well, this has put the stock market over in, in Spain, just upended it. Because now, if, wait a minute. You know, nobody likes higher interest rates, but high, higher interest rates do play a role in business. If I can't give people a different interest rate based on their situation, well, then my I don't have any risk. I mean, I, I it's all risk because I, I can't balance it out. So they're just screwing up the free market there, and they're going to use that money because the prime minister says... People can't afford their lifestyle anymore, so the government has to provide more. So they're now going after anyone who has any money. And that's coming. That's coming. Eventually, as Winston Churchill says, was it Winston Churchill or Margaret Thatcher? At some point with socialism, you run out of other people's money. But the World Economic Forum has now said global warming and the saving of global freedom is all about getting off of oil and coal, gas, all of it. I will tell you it is the exact opposite. This is what the, the, the hierarchy, the elites are walking in lockstep because they know if they don't change things, they're going to lose their positions. They're going to lose their wealth. So all of the elites have agreed. 
Let's go with this great reset, and we'll all work together. The media, everybody, all the big, huge, huge power players are playing that way. As George Soros told one of my guys uh, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, uh, you tell your boss the ship is sailed and you're either on it or you are not. Well, I would rather stand with you than be on a ship of fools that is destined, destined for uh, ports of call that I never want to see. The World Economic Forum says, now, if you listen to Mr. Build Back Better, Joe Biden, he will tell you that it's the greedy oil companies. No, it is not. Mr. Build Back Better should understand that the World Economic Forum says that there we need a clean energy transition. And these uh, countries like ours are selling gasoline at too cheap a price even today. And we need to stop the cheap energy. It's not stopping. It's not stopping. We have got to be informed. LifeLock is our sponsor this half hour. Uh, you know, your grandma would bake a pie and put it on the windowsill to cool and gas cost a nickel a gallon. And your, your doctor would tell you which cigarettes were the healthiest. Oh, those were the days, weren't they? Criminals had the decency to wear curly mustaches and carry bags with dollar signs on them. And now you just don't know who the crook is. Times were better. Now the thieves are into identity theft. It's important to understand that's not a ridiculous notion anymore. That is going to happen to all of us. It's already happened to me. It, it's happened to me and my family a couple of times. Thank God we have had LifeLock. Identity theft will affect your life, and you need somebody watching out for it. And the best company out there is LifeLock by Norton. And if you do become a victim, because they can't catch everything, nobody can. They have restoration specialists that will work with you to help you fix the problem quickly. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BECK. 25% off with the promo code BECK at 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. You can also go to lifelock.com and use the promo code BECK to save 25% off. Lifelock.com. Promo code BECK or 1-800-LIFELOCK. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day? Miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today. And never miss a moment of truth. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The, uh, uh, just, it, it, you know, do you remember when we used to watch like Siskel and Ebert and we would care what critics said? And we'd be like, you know, which, which one was the fat one? The fat one was usually right. It was the bald, skinny guy Ebert. Uh, that looked like Bert. Yeah. Ebert. Ebert was okay. the fat one, right? So Siskel was the skinny guy. Was one. the fat one. So Siskel, okay, so Siskel was the one you'd be like, oh, he's a snob. If I remember right, he's a snob. He's in the, you know, oh, well, this is a film. Mm -hmm. um, and they both were kind of like that. If you go to a movie now and you see uh, Rotten Tomatoes, do you even look at the critic score other than to prove how right this theory is that they are completely out of touch with the average person? No, I, I personally don't. 
I just look at the audience score. Yeah. I look at the audience score, and it's mm-hmm. always, you know, Captain America. Audience score, 97. Mm-hmm. A critic score, 1. It's ridiculous. Well, this goes on. Zero Emmy nominations for Yellowstone. Zero. I was One of the that. best television shows mm. on television. I mean, it is incredible. Zero nominations. That should tell you everything you need to know. That should put that on your calendar to go start watching Yellowstone. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, let me tell you about our sponsor. It's American Home Shield. Look, everything that we do, you, you think of your life as having medical insurance. It's crazy to not have medical insurance because you know something is going to break down. Same with your car. Same with every, every major appliance in your house your hot water heater, and they you're, you're never like, oh, I just won the lottery. Oh, and the refrigerator just went out. Ooh, thank goodness I've got the money. You have to have something that doesn't throw all of your finances off, and that's where American Home Shield comes in. They've been around for about 50 years. They, they uh, cover the household breakdowns because they are going to happen. Um, they do the home systems and the appliances, uh, the whole system, like your heating, your air to major appliances, and you can get the warranty you need for the price you can afford. And if they can't cover and repair the item, they'll replace the item. Please keep your budget running and your home running. American Home Shield. Go to ahs.com slash back. ahs.com slash back. Service fees, limitations, and exclusions may apply. See plan for details. America. Last week, the story of a 10-year-old being raped was reported in the Indianapolis uh, Star, and the story was that the 10-year-old victim had to cross state lines into Indiana to get an abortion due to the state laws in Ohio. But that's not true. That's just not true. But did this 10-year-old even exist? The Indianapolis Star wouldn't return phone calls. They... They had poorly cited only one source on this. So the idea was maybe the Biden administration, they couldn't be making that up, right? I mean, what kind of monster would do that? No, no, no. It's worse than that. I'll give you the details and some of the questions that need to be answered by the Columbus Police Department. We'll go there in 60 seconds. Stand by. Car Shield, 
If your car is no longer covered under its warranty, do you know what that makes you? It makes you beholden to your car. Add to the mechanics. Because whatever they want to charge you, when your car goes kaput, you're going to have to pay it. Because what else are you going to do in this economy? You're not going to find a used car. You're not going to find a new car. We are turning into Cuba, and it pisses me off. Look, here's what you have to do. You have to have some sort of you know, insurance plan, a protection plan, uh, you know, like we have health insurance. The health of our car is just as bad and can be just as expensive as something that's a catastrophic failure in your body. So why don't you have this kind of protection plan? If your car has 5,000, 150,000 miles, it doesn't matter. When you need a repair, you don't have to deal with the paperwork or the headaches. Choose the mechanic to do the work and CarShield will do the rest. They also are not going to leave you stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. Lock your price in today. CarShield.com slash Beck. That is CarShield.com slash Beck. 800-391-8888. Save 10%. 800-391-8888. CarShield.com. Okay. Our... uh Our latest here uh, on what happened in Ohio is really, it's sickening. It's sickening. So President Biden comes out in a speech last week announcing the measures to protect abortion access. And he tells uh, this story about this 10-year-old who was raped, a 10-year-old who was raped, six weeks pregnant, already traumatized, and was forced to travel to another state. Quote, imagine being that little girl, end quote. Okay, nobody could verify any of this. And here's what really started to set alarm bells off. There's no record of police record in Ohio of a 10-year-old being raped. So nobody is prosecuting anyone. Nobody's even looking at it. There's been no report of a rape of a 10-year-old? That seems weird. Because wouldn't you first want to make sure that the rapist was behind jail, behind bars? Um, so there's the, the Columbus Police Department say, even to the Washington Post, nope, there's no, nope, there's nothing. We're not doing anything on anything. Nope, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, the Attorney General is calling all the sheriffs, all the police departments, all the prosecutors. Is anybody working on this case? Nope. Well, then it's found out yesterday uh, in short order, because the story is starting to come undone, that the police in Columbus go in and grab this rapist, and they put him in front of a court yesterday. He confesses to the multiple raping of this 10-year-old girl. But wait a minute. They had this story, and they knew about this guy. What was the date, Pat? Was it January? I mean, uh, sorry, July 6th? I think, well, yeah, the initial report was June 22nd, I think. And then police found out about it July 6th. Yeah, police found out about it July 6th. They found out that he was the rapist. That's, so yeah. why did they wait all of this time? We don't know. Now, a lot of things. I do not want to throw the Ohio police uh, under under the bus. 
I am a friend to police officers, uh, not bad ones, not corrupt ones, but to the vast majority of police officers, I have respect for you and I give you the benefit of the doubt. But something seems wrong here because nobody will answer this reporter's uh, Megan Fox. They won't report. They, they won't even respond to a FOIA request for information. Something is rotten and somebody's got to get to the bottom of it. Anybody in the police department wants to make an anonymous tip. Uh, you're more than welcome uh, to call in and uh, contact me. Uh, I would love to hear from you. So there's a couple of things here that are, that are left out as questions. Yesterday in the hearings, this guy's attorney, when asked, you know, is, the, is this person living with the victim? They said, uh, no, he has a place he could go to be away from the victim. So the answer is yes, I think. Yes, he was living with the victim. So if you knew on July 6th that he was living with the victim, why would you let that 10-year-old be in the same house with that rapist? And if the family knew, why did the family not go to the TV or the police or the mayor, anyone that would let? I know if I had a rapist in my house and he had access to my daughter and my daughter had said he had I would be... I would be on the street corner with a sign if I had to be, if no one would listen to me. Help me. My daughter is being raped nightly. She's 10. And I know I'd get some attention. And as a parent, you would do that. Now, why didn't the parents do that? Or were the parents there talking to the police? Is there, is there a possibility that this guy is not the rapist? Maybe. Doubt it. He's confessed already. But the siblings are being tested with DNA as well as this guy. So maybe that's because something's up with the family. Why Why is this story? Why did this happen this way? Is it possible? Is it possible the rapist who is an illegal is living with this family, which is also illegal? And they didn't want to kick up a storm because they're illegal. But it's in Columbus, so that's a sanctuary city. And is it the sanctuary city that made them hesitate at the police department for picking this guy up? Too many questions. Too many questions. Somebody better start answering questions. You have two attorney generals now going after this. Uh, Yeah, don't. I mean, not federal, of course not. Uh, You have the attorney general from Ohio and the attorney general in um, Indiana saying, why was she crossing state lines? What what happened here? Because that's not what the law said. It looks like this might have been a 10 year old who was raped repeatedly by an illegal alien and for reasons unknown was not reported. But somebody saw this as an opportunity to exploit this 10-year-old girl's trauma and use it in the argument of Roe versus Wade. It's despicable and monstrous. And, and please don't tell me that these people care about abortions and women's health care, because they don't. Listen to this story. The state health department 
And I think this is from Illinois. Oh, shoot, where is it? Um, the state health department uh, has noted as many as five babies who survived attempted abortions. Uh, this is in Minnesota. In Minnesota, appear to have been left to die. This is according for, to the state health department. According to the state's Born Alive Infant Protection Act, a born alive infant resulting from an induced abortion is recognized as a living human. The law requires that reasonable measures consistent with good medical practice should be taken uh, by the responsible medical personnel to preserve the life and the health of any baby that was born alive. For the calendar year, January 1st, 2021, December 31st, 2021, five abortion procedures resulting in a born-alive infant were reported, but they were all left to die. Don't think that doctors and nurses can't become monsters. It was the doctors and the nurses that performed all of the experiments and killed all of the children in the Jews. Uh, They can be monsters. It's incredible, too, because now the baby... Is not part of your body. Now the baby is outside of your body. Why would you not see to its medical care and then put it up for adoption? Why? All the work has already been done. Baby and the family. (sighs) Best for the baby and the family. What's best for the the baby would be to find a family who can raise the baby, not to just let it die on a counter somewhere. I mean, it's despicable what they uh, th- that they render no care. In in two of the cases, they said they they gave comfort to the baby, so they made it comfortable while it died. Uh, and in the in a couple of the ca- in three of the cases, they just di- they didn't do anything. Nothing. So here's what I would uh, here's what I would like to uh, share with you. Who are the who's the big money behind all of this? Because the corporations, mm. they are all falling in line. So I want to examine that. Who actually wants paid abortions through your company? Who actually wants that? This is so compassionate of these companies. <laughs> I, I want to explain how that is absolutely not true in 60 seconds. Stand by. There is nothing more powerful in the world than ideas. Good ones reach uh, outward and forge nations that last for thousands of years. The bad ones break nations. And there's plenty of them on display in our nation right now. Leftist thinking begets leftist thinking, and our country spirals downward towards madness and destruction. If we want to break the cycle, it will not happen unless our children understand history. There's a new 240-page fully illustrated book from the Tuttle Twins, and it teaches inspiring stories of our country's past. This book makes learning American history fun. It teaches the best ideas from our past so that kids can apply them to their lives today. Tuttle Twins has an amazing book launch deal. This is American history from 1215 to 1776. It is not about memorizing dates, places, and names. It is about the story and the lessons and the ideas. 
That's what has to be taught. And this book does it better than any book that I have, uh, I've read that it also, if you get it right now, they'll throw in 200 pages of companion curriculum, an activity, uh, uh, an activity curriculum, uh, the audio book as well as videos to help list uh, the lessons come to life for your kids. It is really, really a great book. It is called America's History 1215 1776. You can get it now. You can even get a preview, you know, free sample chapter. See for yourself how great this book is. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 second station ID. Okay, so all of these companies, and I talked about this last night on uh, the uh, TV broadcast. If you missed it, find it at the Blaze TV or on YouTube. Um, but it was it was all about the radicals that are coming out of the woodwork. Um, and and let me just give you, I I highlighted this in a different way last night. Um, but let me show you how compassion plays no role here. Last night I showed you a. a picture of all of the companies that are now offering abortion travel expenses. Uh, and there's a ton of them, ton of them. Every single press release from every single one of these companies is almost identical. And they have the same phony compassion and the same phony concerns. It's phony. It's false. Masked under a, uh, a, a sign of virtue. But what most people are missing is the typical greedy, amoral, progressive grounding. And you have to understand how this is not compassionate. This is just word judo that they use in all of their, all of their issues. How many life-saving treatments are not covered in insurance plans? How many? But murdering your baby now is, and companies feel passionately about it. Huh. Did they not announce an equal amount of money directed towards women that choose to keep their babies? Here's the biggest question of all. Who actually wants these abortions? Who benefits the most? Follow the money. The Family and Medical Leave Act. 1993, requires company with more than 50 employees to provide 12 weeks of unpaid leave. 12 weeks. Now, the company is not required to give paid leave, but they're still taking a hit. It, I run a business. It is almost impossible when you lose an employee for 12 weeks. That's three months. And what do you do? You've got to hire somebody else while paying them. So you got to hire somebody else to fill in the shoes and then 12 uh, three weeks uh, sorry 3 months go by and that person is back you got to get in the groove it for a company with a lot of people that is a real problem especially since it's not just the mom it's also the dad okay 9 states have publicly funded paid maternity leave Amazon offers up to 20 weeks fully paid for birthing parents. Apple, new mothers receive four weeks of paid leave before giving birth and 14 weeks of maternity leave after. Or, or, 
you can get a one-time payment of $4,000 to get an abortion. Oh. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's lots of things that you don't cover. You're paying $4,000 for abortion? Half of the women who get abortions are below the poverty line. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, 6% of workers in the lowest 10% of wage had access to paid family leave. For employees in the highest 10%, the number is 43%. The women who get abortions are mostly in their late 20s, low income, some college, about half are unmarried, and they live in blue states. 60% of abortions are for women who voted for Biden. If these companies really cared, they might help those women in a more compassionate way. But that would require a lot of work. And that's what they're thinking of work. Oh, my gosh. If they just have can they have an abortion? If they just give them an abortion, we give them four thousand dollars. They don't have to leave. They're out for a week. They're back. We don't have any of that three month crap. You know how much money that saves? You remember when yesterday the judge could not, uh, or the uh, scholar could not testify on the value of a baby? Well, there is a value. And that value is part of the complete lives system. Karl Marx did it, the labor theory of value. The production value determines the use value depending on the exchange value. That's Karl Marx. The complete live system, which is uh, Zeke Emanuel, Rahm Emanuel's brother, he put it into the Obama health care package. And that is, babies have zero value because they don't start earning anything for 15 years. When you get to 20 to 45, maybe 50, you have real value. Closer you get to 50, it starts to taper down. Why pay for medical care for somebody who's 65 and just living on the teat and they're not product, uh, not production, uh, productive? They're not bringing anything back to society. Okay, that's what's happening here. That's what's happening. These supportive companies, they're financial institutions. They're there to make money. And your baby is costing them three months of your maternity leave. They can get out of that for four grand. I mean, if we can help and we could, I mean, we could see it. We, we'd give you $4,000 because we so believe in your right. By the way, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, and Jeff Bezos, ex-wife Mackenzie Scott, are just a few of the billionaires who are donating big money to the organizations committed to reproductive rights. Tax filings show that Warren Buffett's most of his wealth will go to the Susan Thompson Buffett Foundation, which focuses on abortion rights. And George Soros, a guy who I wouldn't put it past him to have paid for a few abortions, has tweeted now that we've invested in reproductive rights organizations that are fighting back at this critical moment. These people don't care. The Glenn Beck Program. People are being used every single corner you turn. Let me ask you something. When you get out of bed at the beginning of the morning, do you have a plan of what you're going to do over the course of the day, but it's based on how your pain is at that time of the morning.
What is your body going to allow you to do? Tony Robbins told me uh, that he takes a plunge every morning um, because uh, he tells his body it works for him, not the other way around. Well, when you have real pain, that doesn't always work. Um, you know, your hands are so painful, you have to say no to some of your plans. Your back is painful, you can't walk, whatever. May I ask if you would just try the three-week quick start for $19.95. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack of Relief Factor. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more, and they find the relief that you're in such desperate need for. I found it myself with Relief Factor. Call 800, the number 4-RELIEF, 800-4-RELIEF, or relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Glenn Beck, Stuper Gear, Stephen Crowder, Steve Dace, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com. Promo code Glenn. So just so you know, we have a winner with the badge of merit, and I personally think we have we have three winners, um, and I'm going to share those with you next week. Uh, you'll understand why when I uh, when I announce the winner. Um, but the badge of merit is something that George Washington gave out uh, and was so critically important um, uh, in the winning of the American Revolution. He said, "We have to be." men and women of merit and that's the origin of the purple heart the purple heart that they found out about the uh, badge of merit uh during the uh, fdr administration they didn't even knew it know it existed it was the first um every man's medal or award uh for anybody who had joined uh, the military and uh uh and it, it it's been perverted by the progressive fdr um not that it's meaningless now to have a purple heart, but it was originally for doing something that would find favor in the eyes of God. And that's who we need to be. So we're going to start issuing our own badges of merit based on the original George Washington badge of merit. And uh, we'll talk more about that. You can, by the way, nominate um, anybody for the badge of merit. We're looking for people who just are not recognized um, and, and are doing incredible things. And I'm not looking for big things, not, not necessarily something that is going to change the world, but it just changes other people's lives. Um, you decide who gets the badge of merit, and you can uh, you can nominate uh, right now at glenbeck.com. Find out all of the information on the uh, badge of merit and how to nominate at glenbeck.com. Okay. Um, Oh, I've got so much yet to do. Uh, let me cover something that I started to cover last night. Um, I, I want to show you some video here of AOC with protesters outside of the Supreme Court the day the decision of Roe versus Wade came out. Listen to what happened and what AOC was doing. So this is AOC. She's not the one screaming the 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 ch- 
chant, she's doing the what callback or whatever they call it. Um, she's the one, and she is on the microphone right next to this lady, and she is helping them lead illegitimate Supreme Court, illegitimate, and into the streets. Now, <clears throat> top-down, inside-out, uh, top-down, bottom-up, inside-out, is a philosophy of how you create revolution. And I've been talking about it for 20 years and saying, watch, because at the time, when the time comes right and they're prepared, they will have all the players at the top in the government that will um, let the bottom activists know, now is the time. Rise up. We have your back. So the top comes down, and first they let you know that uh, the activists, you're okay, you're protected by us, and the top is coming down and oppressing from the top. The bottom then, which is coordinated with the top, rises up in the streets, um, creates so much chaos that the average person, not understanding that the top is part of the bottom, they cry out to the top and say, you got to stop this. And that's when you have revolutionary change, and it happens overnight. So here you have AOC on the steps of the Supreme Court leading a chant, calling a branch of our government illegitimate and say, take to the streets. Now, there was a, a, a woman next to her. And this is important, and I'm going to introduce you to her here, here in a second. But it's not just the government, the top that is doing this. You have to have others that are goading the foot soldiers into action. Some of these players might know what they're doing. I think most of them may not, uh, but I, I can't tell anymore. Samantha B just did a big monologue, raise hell and return the favor. Um, you know, follow the justices around, even if they're at dinner. A group called Shutdown DC has offered a cash bounty for anybody that reports Supreme Court justices out and about in town. I mean, don't worry, guys. Shut down D.C. That's not dangerous at all. It's not like, you know, somebody's been caught traveling halfway across the country with the intent to kill a Supreme Court justice already. So don't worry about that. Just offer bounties to make their job easier. What would happen if any Supreme Court, left or right, any Supreme Court justice were killed today? Do you think we'd be closer to anarchy or closer to coming together. My fear is that we are in the end game here. Uh, and when I say that, I mean, you know, in the next year or so. We are seeing it played out right now. Something big is happening. Listen to this from uh, Cornell West. We must be in the streets not just hit the streets, stay in the streets. And some of us, again, must indeed go to jail. Okay, go to jail. We have to be willing to go to jail. Okay, well, you, many people will say, well, that's what Martin Luther King said. Uh-huh. In the streets, get in the streets, illegitimate, and go to jail. Now, if you're a young leftist activist, what do you think those people are thinking do you think they're like act like martin luther king let's be disciplined let's put a tie on and a jacket and march arm in arm and sing praises to the lord 
Or do they think what they're saying is get in the streets and rob, loot, and burn down? Because remember, those people were bailed out by the top. If you're not already radicalized, it seems like the plan is to get you radicalized quickly. Now, the Women's March just kicked off last weekend what they're calling the Summer of Rage. And the sign-up page on the website asks the question, are you ready to throw down? Well, that's very Martin Luther King, isn't it? Are you ready to throw down? Near the bottom of the page, the Women's March categorizes the attendees on whether or not they're willing to be arrested. Now, they had an initial, you know, webinar, uh, invite-only webinar last week to make preparations. And gosh, somehow or another, somebody for us uh, got an invite. I just don't know how that happened. So here's a bit of what was said in that webinar. We will... um demonstrate our rage we will honor all the things that we are feeling and not um, package them nicely for folks who do not respect us and have demonstrated they don't respect us regardless of whether or not our actions are respectable we will in fact again back Mm -hmm. again are we hearing Are we hearing the message of Martin Luther King that was, you know, hey, keep peace, you know, don't act out in anger. Remember Christ, keep him first in your life. Is that what you're hearing? Or are you hearing rage? We're not going to be nice about it. See, we're not dealing now with the moral character of Martin Luther King. These people think they are reenacting. They are the new Martin Luther King, but they're not. They're the new Malcolm X, which would have ended in absolute chaos and bloodshed. But that's what they want. Now, that's quite a comment to make, right? Cornell West, that's what he wants. Remember what he said? They have to be willing to go to jail. This was pushed online It was pushed out on social media by a woman named Sonsera Taylor. In the tweet, she calls uh, Cornel West brother Cornel West. All right. The reason why I bring her into this, she's the one who pushed that out from Cornel West. But she's also the woman that was standing next to AOC with the megaphone leading the chants, calling the court illegitimate and telling people to get out in the streets last night i went through this and i i quoted a communist website and it was right after the court overturned roe versus wade and they said uh that they had the means now was the time for revolution and they had the means for revolution and they said It would be done by either radically reactionary, murderously oppressive and destructive means or radically emancipating revolutionary means. Okay, this is the Communist Party USA. This is the this is the organization that Sansara is affiliated with the Revolutionary Communist Party. Founded in 1975 by a man named Bob um, Avakian. 
the, after SDS, if you used to watch the show, after SDS, the Students for Democratic Society fell apart in the 60s, Avakian wanted to start a group that was similar to the Weather Underground, and their list of terrorist activity spans decades, and it is way too long to list. It includes plots on U.S. military personnel, actual terror training camps run out of Colorado. These guys are nuts and extraordinarily dangerous. If you ever wondered where the SDS or Weather Underground radicals went, the ones that didn't get arrested, that's where they are. There was an article back in 2014 that my research staff found that asked the question, what the heck is the Revolutionary Communist Party doing in Ferguson? Well, the truth is they've been inciting riots all over the country now. They were specifically spotted and called out at the 2016 riots as well in Cleveland. Also, they were there to, quote, support the revolution in Milwaukee at the Black Lives Matter demonstrations. And, of course, as you might expect, they were on the front lines in Minneapolis leading the charge. Let me give you RevCon's Revolutionary Communist Party official call to action. Be part of the movement for an actual revolution. This is happening. And we have to look beyond the lack of information in the mainstream media and look for credible sources that will tell you the truth and react accordingly. If they are going for rage, you cannot embrace rage. It will not defeat it. You defeat hatred with love. More on this in the coming days. Back in just a second. Our sponsor this, uh, this half hour is Goldline. Recession is an ugly word, uh, but it's the right word for what we're facing in this country. If it hasn't, uh, if it hasn't started already, it's coming soon and we're all going to feel it. And you need to ask yourself, what can I do to make sure that I and my family are prepared for difficult times? Uh, $3.5 trillion have been lost in people's 401ks over the last three months. $3.5 trillion. What is happening to your retirement? Uh, what is happening to your bank account? It is all going down in value. Okay, The dollar, it's not inflation that's driving prices up. It's the dollar, too much of them. And so it's actually your dollar buys less. So what do you do in times like this? The Gold standard for inflation uh, hedges is gold. I urge you, please call now and find out if gold or silver is right for you. It's not right for everybody. It is for me and my family. You do your own homework. Call Goldline today at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Right now, they have uh, quarter-ounce gold Benjamin Franklin rounds that they've just acquired, they've just minted them. They are beautiful, and it's an American collectible. It really is. You get one of the quarter-ounce gold uh, Benjamin Franklin rounds, you're going to receive 10 of the Mind Your Business silver bars at no cost. Now is the time to stock up. Please find out if this is right for your family. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. The Glenn Back Program.
Pat just said to me uh, something. Remember when we said that this generation is is uh, ripe for a rude awakening when they get out into the public sector? They're gonna yeah, see, all oh, the, that's not the way business is done. All the participation trophy stuff and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were the ones who were in for the rude awakening. They've been accommodated we really by are. business. Yeah. And they're running it now. Yeah. They're running it. They, they're not yes. fully in charge yet, but they are, they are really running things. And the arrogance is so remarkable. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to build a barn, and I've got a, a steel structure in this barn. And I've been trying to get steel for I don't know how long. And can't get it. It was supposed to be here in June. Then it was supposed to be here in July. Now they're saying mm. maybe the second week of August that it'll arrive. But the company I ordered it with, they've had to farm it out to like three other companies. So four different steel manufacturers are making the steel. It's a barn, man. Jeez. It's not a lot of steel. Yeah, and you- it's just to hold the frame up. That's it. Wow. And uh, they keep um hassling and or not hassling they keep uh, calling and saying we got to delay it more because they can't get workers to show up to make steel Mm. how will this country survive when we can't make Mm. steel that's unbelievable when people decide they're not going to work and they just live off the teat of the government it's over it's just over we have got to foster work ethic in our kids. We've got to ourselves demand that the friends and family we have get up off your ass and go into work. <laughs> it's nuts. Yep. It's nuts. All right. Tomorrow, a really big shoe. Back with Pat tomorrow. Same time, same Beck channel. We'll see you then. God bless.